Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today we're talking with Dr. Chad Warren, an ER physician at SSM Health St. Anthony Hospital, about the increase in poisoning by household cleaners over the month of March. First of all, thank you so much for being a frontline hero and working to keep our community safe and healthy. Welcome, Dr. Warren. Thank you very much. So the CDC is reporting that calls to poison hotlines involving cleaners and disinfectants rose significantly in March. Some reports are saying poisoning from household cleaners is up as much as 20% this year. And I'd like to point out that this data is not correlated to the president's press conference remarks. This data was collected prior to that. So Dr. Boren, how much of this increase do you think is tied to individuals and families getting creative with cleaner since many of the common household cleaners we're used to have been unavailable or very limited? Well, I think it's directly correlated. Anytime we take matters into our own hands to create products that we weren't creating before, there's potential for toxicities or potential for accidental ingestion, sometimes even intentional ingestion. Um, but Certainly with the environment in which we have been in in the last 45 days, 60 days with home quarantine and close quarters with each other, uh, with kids at home way more than what they were before, um, we certainly are seeing an increase in that incidence. A lot of families may be feeling caught kind of in a catch-22 right now. You want to keep your home clean and safe, but you may not have access to those cleaners you're familiar with. So how can families continue to keep themselves safe in this environment? And what do parents need to know about homemade cleaning products that pose the greatest risks? Well, it's similar to other products that you may have in your home that pose risk. You should keep them out of the reach of children, especially small children that can't read, don't know what they're getting into, don't know what they're putting into their mouths. So keeping them up in a locked environment is the safest practice we should use now and in the future with any type of products that could potentially create harm to our children. What are some of the most common poison risks for kids that you see in the ER at St. Anthony Hospital? Well, the most common one we see is actually one that was occurring before this, and that's uh, accidental ingestion of home medications. Mm. That coupled with accidental ingestion of alcohol or rubbing alcohol, that's probably been on the increase because it's been utilized to create the uh, hand sanitizers at home. Uh, but biggest thing that we see with potentially worse toxicity is ingestion of, of pills, especially, you know, we have a lot of situations where kids live with their grandparents. Grandparents are on a lot of different medications. Sometimes they leave them sitting, sitting out. Sometimes they leave them in a pill container and a child will, do as they do and get into whatever they can get into and accidentally ingest medications. So, so, keeping again, those, so keeping those in an environment locked up and safe and out of, out of reach, out of sight of children is the best way to prevent those accidents from happening. That's great advice. If a parent thinks that their child may have come in contact with a poison risk, what should their first step be and at what point might it be necessary to head to the hospital? Yeah, so the, the best advice for that is to first call the Poison Control Center. <clears throat> Excuse me. They are the experts at any and all type of ingestions. And typically their advice over the phone is 
uh, worthy and reliable to follow. Uh, sometimes they recommend just watching children at home. Sometimes they recommend sending them to the emergency department for further evaluation. But they're the ones that primarily direct those um, incidents. And I can speak from experience as a mom of three kids that they are very helpful. <laughs> I've had to call a few times. They're very reassuring and give great information. You know, we as healthcare providers utilize them as well. We have um, cases that present throughout our state, um, emergency providers call the hotline seeking advice, seeking guidance, seeking direction sometimes of where to send patients, especially from rural settings into more urban settings uh, for further evaluation and care. So they're a great resource. Definitely. When it comes to the ER, we know a lot of families are scared, especially to take kids to an ER right now. Um, what can you tell us about the current state of St. Anthony Hospital in regard to COVID-19? And what tips do you have for visiting an ER in our current climate if you have to? Sure, I would say at this point in time, if you need to go, feel like you need to go to an emergency department, it is safe to come to the emergency department. Um, we have seen a drastic uh, decrease in the number of patients that have present and come into the emergency department each day. We are well prepared with personal protective equipment. Our procedures are very well old as far as making sure the spread of COVID-19 doesn't happen in our emergency departments. So I think it's a very safe environment if you feel the need for emergency care to seek treatment at any one of our five or six locations. That's very reassuring to hear. Well, thank you for sharing your wisdom and insight with us this morning, Dr. Boren, and thank you again for your work to keep our community safe. We'll be praying for your safety and that of all of your colleagues and patients. Thanks everyone for watching. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.